Today is Tuesday, August 2nd, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm Sammy Sage, and this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp Online Therapy will assess your needs and can match you with your own licensed professional therapist in less than 48 hours. We have several international headlines today, and you know we love a theme. President Biden announced last night that the current leader of al-Qaeda, Ayman al-Zawari, was killed by a U.S. counterterrorism drone strike in Afghanistan. Zawari was second in command to bin Laden and the ideological leader of al-Qaeda on 9-11, and he has been on the run for several years. There were no civilian casualties in the strike, and it is not yet clear who will be his successor. Hopefully, they'll just cancel the show. While we're doing I Love the 2000s, new reporting reveals that Prince Charles accepted a £1 million donation to his charitable fund from Osama bin Laden's family members in 2013. Charles took the donations two years after bin Laden was killed, against the advice of both his teams at Clarence House and at his foundation. Charles is famously an agreeable guy. While no laws or rules have technically been broken, this is not the first questionable donation that Charles has taken from countries with extremely questionable human rights records. And to think, a man who took money from the Bin Ladens has anything to say about Meghan Markle. Speaker Nancy Pelosi has been on something of a Southeast Asia tour, which is stirring up a bit of drama. Pelosi reportedly intends to visit Taiwan on her trip for one night, which the Chinese government is interpreting as a diplomatic fuck you. For some context, China essentially claims that Taiwan is their territory, so they perceive official direct contact between Taiwan and the US to be an affront to their control over it. Pelosi has not confirmed whether she will actually make the visit, but China's foreign ministry has threatened serious consequences if she does, and the military has issued vague warnings of readiness to defend their sovereignty. I think the last time there was this much drama around the travel of an 80-something-year-old woman, Rose was getting on the Titanic. A former high-level Russian official who has been a former mentor of Putin's, but has become critical of him in recent years, has been, guess what, hospitalized in Europe. Anatoly Chubase quit his post as a Kremlin special envoy in March, and the Kremlin spokesperson has denied any involvement in the situation. Chubase is currently suffering the symptoms of Guillain-Barre syndrome, and according to his wife, is not in stable condition. Sounds like the symptoms of Guillain-Barre syndrome are the same as the symptoms of getting on the wrong side of Putin. Now we are back in the US, and Senator Lindsey Graham is, as predicted, fighting the subpoena that he was served by the grand jury in Georgia that is investigating whether Donald Trump and others, including Graham, broke any laws when they tried to overturn Joe Biden's win in Georgia. Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis is alleging that Graham was part of a multi-state, coordinated plan by the Trump campaign to influence the results in Georgia and elsewhere. Graham has already filed a challenge in his own state of South Carolina, but he has since withdrawn it to file challenges in Georgia courts instead. All I know is that he must have done something really bad to relinquish this treasured opportunity to get attention. And finally for today, new reporting reveals that the White House Digital Service, which is responsible for matching sick patients with potential organ donations, is severely flawed, like everything else in this country. 
Specifically, the system has crashed for several hours at a time, has never been audited for security weaknesses, and generally needs a complete overhaul to be functional. The findings recommend breaking up the monopoly that is the United Network for Organ Sharing, which is the nonprofit agency that has controlled the organ donation system in the U.S. for almost four decades. Currently, about 106,000 people are on the list for organ donations, and an average of 22 people die per day waiting for a donation. However, the government has very little leverage here, given that they would have to buy the data and systems from the United Network of Organ Sharing in order to overhaul it, since that organization considers its data to be a trade secret. The federal government is now exploring whether it might be quicker to ask around for a kidney from the guy who once sold you ecstasy. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements and thanks again to our partner, BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a great way to show up for yourself and invest in your well-being at a time when things can be more stressful than ever. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is available. Join over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. So many people are now using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. Visit betterhelp.com slash announcements to get 10% off your first month. That's better H-E-L-P at betterhelp.com slash announcements. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.